That's what I like to Let's see. Like we're back, NSP Football Talk. Another week, another video. You guys already know how it works. It's been long enough. Guys, the offseason is finally here. I'm so freaking excited. I know a lot of people aren't. I mean, of course, I'm, I'm sad as well um, because there's no more football. But really, is there no more football? I don't know, man. I didn't know what to do yesterday. <laughs> it was Sunday. I was like, what do I, what do I do now? What do, uh... Tell you what, for those of y'all who have, oh, go ahead, Vince. You gotta watch basketball, Reed. Yeah, you gotta get some yeah, basketball man. in. Go Bulls, go Bulls. Watch the All Star okay. game. <laughs> uh, for those of y'all who have loved ones at home, I'm pretty sure y'all can relate. I mean, uh, mine was just so freaking happy that football's over because now I don't dedicate a whole day to uh, make sure I got some good food and TV on. You know, ice chest full. Um, we we spent a quality time together. Um, all that icky, gross stuff that, that everyone talks and reads about and watching the movies. Happy Valentine's Day. Late Valentine's Day to everyone. Uh, but yeah, but really, guys, this is uh, so much fun because now it's not going to be as easy for everyone who, you know, is doing a podcast or starting a podcast or it just talking about ge- uh, football in general. Because now if you really want to get into football, really want to talk about it, know your stuff. This is where you got to hit the books. You got to open the numbers and you just got to look at everything in perspective, not just the drama that happens in the offseason like last year with Aaron Rodgers, uh, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. No, 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 I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about the good, beefy, juicy insides of all the NFL teams. Talk about their cap hit. I'm talking about their tr- uh, free agents. I'm talking about um, possible trades that could happen. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are going to do a lot of our research. We're going to get all that out there for y'all. Give us you know, our best thoughts about it. And we're going to be, we're going to do our best to be as accurate as we can be. Uh, I know last year was, that's when we first started. We first started around this time last year, a couple months uh, more in, but we had Jack to talk about. (laughs) We're going off like every single day, guys, we need to find a topic. We need to find a topic. What do we talk about? What did Deshaun Watson do this time? How many cases does he have? We started off at like what three, and then it came to five, then 10, then all the way up to 22. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, this year we are more than prepared. We got all the info. I made a whole book, which these guys don't care to read. Um, but I got it for myself, and I'm going to be studying it, you know, day and night just for you guys. I toss and turn day and night. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. How about you guys? What are you guys looking forward to this offseason? I mean, as a Packers fan, I'm excited to see how we're going to get ourselves out of this 50 million over the cap situation and still be a contender next year. But I mean, our, our GMs are a cap whiz, so I, I'm sure you can do it. You know, well, let's read that first. He says, "This is Teddy Belcher. Uh, he came in uh, was a 
a week or two weeks before mm-hmm. the uh, Super Bowl. And he says, nah, not a boo-boo, like you said last time. Goodbye. New Bengals fans, get off right here. Hey, I completely agree. All them ba- bandwagons are all going to come in right now. They're all going to be like, oh, I've been a Bengals fan for life. Hey, you stay true to yourself, man. You stay true. And you call out those bandwagons. You call out those haters. But don't disband the people who are just getting into the NFL. If they are just getting into the NFL and trying to find a team and they like the Bengals, don't disband them, man. Welcome them in. You know, grow your fan base. That's what you got to do. doesn't matter who you're rooting for. Maybe the Seahawks, you don't want to do that. But for the Bengals, you do want to do that. Uh, He says right here, super excited for the return of the New Jersey Generals because the Bengals radio announcer used to play for them in Dave. Oh, wow. Hey. That's some good information right there. The New Jersey Generals, guys, if you guys do not know what he's talking about, he is talking about the new spring league called the USFL, the United States Football League, which I, for one, I'm pretty freaking excited about it. I mean, we get more football. Uh, We don't got to go in a dry uh, spout anymore. Well, I mean, almost this past, what, three, four years, we've been having a spring league going on. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of a spring league yeah. going on and we did have a uh, high hopes or i had high hopes for it from the aafl uh huge san antonio commanders fan the original commanders not the washington commanders the original san antonio commanders um but yeah but you know unfortunate events happened to all of them and last year i felt like we actually had a good spring league which was the xfl but due to the covid pandemic that had to shut down so it was actually doing a uh, pretty good a uh, great success financially now Dwayne the rock johnson owns it let's see what he can do but right now we have the usfl and just by chance mr teddy belcher i got you right here check this out this is the usfl uh, teams there's only eight teams we got the michigan panthers which i'm already rooting for michigan panthers i'm a michigan wolverine fan gotta go for michigan uh philadelphia stars uh, it kind of reminds me of the the little fast food restaurant stars, and it kind the logo even looks like it. it's just a different color. Um, so I think they're going to be trash. Early call, bold prediction. Uh, New Jersey Generals, the the one you're just talking about. I think that's a cool name, pretty awesome. Uh, pretty sure Washington was also looking at that name as well, but you know what? They just cannot be original to save their life. Pittsburgh Maulers, these are pretty cool. Pretty cool name. Uh, kind of looks like he's forging steel there. You know, little. Uh, Easter egg for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You got the Birmingham Stallions, the Italian Stallions right there. Houston Gamblers. I know what you guys are thinking. Hey, these folks are from from Texas. These folks, y'all, y'all from Texas. Why, why aren't you uh, going for the Houston Gamblers? Why are you going for Michigan? Well, I'll tell you why. I've never rooted for a Houston team in my life. I'm not going to start now. Houston has a horrible fan base. I will never have a, a good fan base. I'm going to stand by it to the day I pass. Uh, hey, there's a couple of guys out there, uh, gals as well, who are you know Houston fans. Uh, either it be Astros, Texans. I don't know any Rockets fans, honestly. Um, but there, there's some of them are okay. Um, yeah, let's see. Teddy also said Oakland ruined the usual signing of the entire Panthers 84 team. <laughs> you got to elaborate a little more on that one. I'm a little confused on that one. Uh, but New Orleans Breakers, I think it's a cool logo, you know, a little different. The only um blue team there, and Tampa Bay Bandits, which they kind of took the logo from the Dallas, uh, was it Renegades? Dallas Renegades from the XFL, uh, very similar to them. If it wasn't for Michigan being on there. Uh, I would have been uh, probably a Bandits fan. Uh, Vaqueros, right? Is that what you're doing? Or what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, bro. That's the, that's the Vaqueros logo as well. Cool. 
Oh, the 84 USF's bolts of the road to Tampa. Okay, that's what he's talking about. See, I don't know too much history about the USFL. I knew it was a, a league a long, long ago. Uh, now it's back. I'm really excited about this, you guys. And I, I'm I'm kind of hating that Michigan has like a – right now has kind of has a lame logo. I, I kind of wish it was more out there. But I'm a Michigan Wolverine fan. You don't see a lot of Michigan, you know, professional teams out there. Uh, so I am going to root for the Michigan Panthers. Right off the bat, you guys, who are you guys choosing? Let's go breakers. Breakers, <laughs> New Orleans. Reed, who you got? Mm-hmm. You just gotta do it quick, Reed. Don't think about uh, it. I'll, I'll roll with the Houston Gamblers. Oh, jeez. Uh Teddy's giving us a little little history report here. He says the Michigan Panthers won the first championship and the Oakland team signed everybody. Wow. That's that's the I gotta do more history on this because I'm very interested in the USFL, just like all the other spring leagues. Uh, I'm not a bandwagon. I, I promise I did not know anything about the Michigan Panthers. I just like how they're maroon. I like how they're from Michigan. My my school colors right here, LF, La Feria Lions, baby, maroon, gold, and white. Um, but yeah, super excited. But you guys want to hear something very interesting about this USFL? I put up some stats right here. Uh, this is going to make me want to, uh, you know, get in the treadmill and start lifting again. But check this out. This is how they get paid. Training camp, they get six hundred per week in training camp. Practice squad, fifteen hundred per week. Now active roster, they get forty five hundred per week. And then every every player gets a a victory bonus. So if they win, they get a little extra moolah inside their 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 pocket. You know what I'm saying? Uh, also, Teddy says home team in Alabama wins first year. We'll see what happens this year or this offseason. But, yeah, what do you guys think about that whole pay scale? So, does everybody get paid the same? Um, as of right now, I think yes. Interesting. Yeah. I feel yeah. like. I feel like if they're in the USFL, they're trying to prove themselves to make it to the NFL or make it to a practice squad or an NFL team where they can get paid a whole lot more. So mm-hmm. I don't think these guys are complaining. They're probably just doing it for the love of football and probably just to get their name out there if they haven't already done so. Mm-hmm. Now, some people might be doing it for the love of football. But there's this one person that I saw. Well, let me tell you guys this first. Tomorrow, the 22nd, tomorrow will be the first USFL. Well, not first ever, but coming back draft they're doing a draft so it kind of it's kind of weird this is how it works got it right here so it's going to be divided up to two days uh the 22nd and the 23rd round one is going to be all quarterbacks round two through four is going to be edge rushers and defensive ends five through seven offensive tackles eight through eleven cornerbacks and round 12 quarterbacks once again Huh. Uh, yeah. how, how do they determine the draft order as far as who who gets the first pick in the, the round? And it's like a, a little a wheel, like a ping pong ball thing. It's, oh, really? Yeah. It's already been determined, though. Yeah, I so, they did it like last week on uh, I think it was on ESPN. I forgot where I saw it. Dang! I feel like I hear something back. Sounds like you can get really screwed on this. Yeah. It's well, let me tell you all the draft order right now. Um, 
I'm pretty happy. I picked Michigan way before, but Michigan has a first draft pick. Okay, so don't hate on me there. And then uh, Pittsburgh has the second draft pick. Uh, no, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, Tampa Bay has a second draft pick. Then New Jersey. Then Houston. Then Birmingham. And then Pittsburgh. And lastly, New Orleans. So Vince, you got the last pick of the draft, man. Underdogs, baby. Underdogs. That's right. Okay, so now I can continue to showing you guys. There's this one person who's entering the USFL, who we all know. Okay. Uh, he's coming back. He went to the, uh, he was in uh, college NFL, then went to the Canadian Football League, and now he's back in the U.S. I'm talking about Shea Patterson here, guys. He's been, working, Patterson, out Michigan, bro. He's been yeah. working out with the Wolverines for a while. He's trying to get back in. He's trying to get his name out there. He's he's trying to make it make it out. Now he is projected or predicted to get picked seventh overall by the Pittsburgh Maulers. So there's a huge possibility that we see Shea Patterson at starting lineup for a QB position once again. Dang. And, and there is rumors out there that another Texas boy is going to be interested in that draft. Can you guys guess? You're talking about Manziel? I'm talking about Johnny Manziel. <laughs> I hope not. He's just going to ruin everything that that that's in his way. Nah, man. It's for it's for the fame. It's for the publicity. Oh, jeez. That guy's... Whew. Whatever. Another Kawhi Leonard right there. Get out of here. All right. Now, now that was a little uh, lesson about the USFL. We're super excited. I'm, I, for one, is going to keep up with them uh, throughout the whole offseason just because I love football. I kept up with the Spring League last year. Uh, I think I was... Who was I rooting for? I don't know. I think it was a lineman or whatnot. It, it was it was a weird. It's called TSL. Um, but yeah, next up, what else we're going to talk about? Oh yeah. Brian Flores. Do you guys remember him? Mm-hmm. The guy uh, who got fired from, uh, from Miami, uh, even though I did not agree with him getting fired mm-hmm. or let go because I thought he did a great job there and yep. then, uh, came back to sue the NFL, uh, because of race. And he started saying, um, uh, they were trying to pay me to lose games and whatnot. And then other old coaches started saying that. It's a, it was a huge mess, but guess what? He has a job now. Now he is the the head defensive assistant and linebackers coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. A little round of applause there for that guy. We love it when guys get paid. Um, so honestly, Tomlinson, he he came up. He said, hey, you know what, dude? My defense blows. We can't <laughs> uh, we can't stop the run. They are horrible. Let me get a good coach, a coach that knows what he's doing. And let him, you know, earn his stripes again. You know, I'm more than sure Brian Flores is going to see his way up in the head coaching position uh, once again. Now that he got hired from the Pittsburgh Steelers, I honestly thought by him putting out a lawsuit against the NFL, he's done. He's never going to see uh, NFL field ever again because that's usually what happens. You know, uh, what are you guys' thoughts about Pittsburgh picking up uh, Brian Flores? Uh, not surprised by Pittsburgh. Um, obviously, we all know Brian Flores is a, a great head coach uh, candidate, and if you can get him on your coaching staff, that's a great uh, addition. Also, um, but not surprised by the Pittsburghs doing this. They've always the Pittsburgh organization has always been at the forefront as far as like hiring black coaches and wanting uh, equality across the whole league. Um, they're 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 at the forefront of it. They're, the Rooney Rule came from the Steelers. 
Um, so not surprised by this move. Um, and I think they got a great coach. Uh, hopefully it works out for them. Yeah, I'm just excited for him. I liked what he did uh, at the back end when he was there with the Dolphins. Uh, who's to say if he actually did end up losing in the beginning and then he just turned on himself because he hated it so much. Uh, but you never know what happened there. I I do agree that it was wrong for them to fire him there. But now he's the senior uh, defensive coach and the linebackers coach there for the Steelers. So he's got something to prove. And I think, AJ, the reason that he's still in the NFL is because he's got Roger Goodell talking about this diversity stuff and their hiring process. Because I don't know if you saw it last week on ESPN, but they did an actual like sim- kind of like a – a sit down with all the the big dogs in the NFL and they were talking and answering questions on what can we do? What's, what's the, what's going wrong in the NFL and why are people not getting hired uh, because of diversity and all that stuff? So I think he's, he's making waves and a lot of people are responding to those waves in a better way than they used to. So that's why I think he's still in the NFL because I think he did it right. And he had a lot of evidence. (laughs) He did, right? He did. He got people got caught. That's what happened. People got caught. But anyways, yeah. So uh congrats to Brian Brian Flores for getting that. What's up, Nestor? Appreciate you being here. Thanks for joining in on live on NSP Football Talk. Appreciate every single one of y'all, Facebook Faithfuls, uh, you guys on YouTube, everyone on Spotify. Appreciate all you guys on Spotify, actually. Thank you guys so very much. Um, but yeah, some some news surface or big news is about to surface, uh, maybe even tomorrow. But um, Reed's giving me that look like he's getting excited and inside because this is uh, he, all he about said surefish. So I was like, "What's surefish?" Surface Reed. So there's some big news coming out <laughs> about the uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, I'm talking about Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, a whole bunch of free agents. It's going to be a lot of fun, you guys. And who better to talk about this than the partial owner of the Green Bay Packers, Reed McCall. Get off your phone, Reed. Hold on. I'm going to comment on really quickly. Um, or what, what was it you were, what were you saying? Give us a rundown about the Packers, Reed. Packers, like the whole free agency? Yeah, man, what's going on over there? What y'all? What's happening, do? dude? What are we going to expect? Is something going to happen tomorrow? In the Pat uh, McAfee something show? Could happen tomorrow. Uh, Pat McAfee uh, yesterday tweeted out that he has a big guest uh, for tomorrow's uh, podcast. Uh, he doesn't say who, but I mean, it's a it's a Tuesday. Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. Who knows? Uh, Aaron Rodgers did say that he he's going to make his announcement on the Pat McAfee show. He's going to go all the way to Indianapolis and be there live at the show. Um, so it could be it. Maybe he's just debating us and we're completely wrong and it's not going to happen for a while. Who knows? Um, but I mean, the way I think of it as a Packers fan and knowing Rogers, Rogers is a lot of things, but if he's going on the Pat McAfee show. I don't really see him requesting a trade live on the Pat McAfee show. I mean, he's a lot of things, but that's that's just uncalled for. So, if he does show up tomorrow, I think he's uh, and there's nothing been leaked beforehand. I think he's going to be uh, saying he's going. 
sorry. My whole screen got shot. Uh, I think it would be freaking awesome if he announces that he wants to trade on the Pat McAfee show. I think it's just like, um, you know, that final, like, like he has the, the final power move. He's in the, the sword. Push it in farther. Mm. <laughs> you know, drives it into the Packers, do the spine, twists it a little bit, <laughs> and then pulls it out slowly. What about these talks about them trading Jordan Love? Is that really the smart move here? Um, I mean, so if you think about it, not even as far as like a Packers fan, as like a Packers organization, if you think of it as Jordan Love and his agent, if we bring back Aaron Rodgers and sign him to an extension, he's going to want out. Um, his, he, if he sees himself as a starter in this league, then he sees this as him wasting his career, wasting his prime. Uh, he's never getting a chance. Um, so if Rodgers does decide to come back, if I'm Jordan Love, I'm his agent, I'm wanting out of there. I'm, I'm asking for a trade to get out of Green Bay. Um, as far as Green Bay's uh, standpoint, if Rodgers is going to be there for another year or two, who knows what happens after that. Um, let's try to get something out of Jordan Love if he can. I don't. I see his whatever his trade value is right now, it lessens within every single year. Um, people become more unsure of him and what he is as compared to someone you can draft right out of college. Um, and so if Rodgers does decide to come back, I think the smartest choice at whatever, get whatever you can for him. Um, probably not going get, to get what you spent on him, but you can at least get something to recuperate your loss. So it sounds to me like you're saying if Rodgers stays, then there's going to be a whole chain reaction going on with Green Bay and players there, and basically, they're going to be screwed no matter what if Rogers stays. Like Wait, in the long run, I'm talking about in the long run, because mm-hmm. if Jordan Love leaves, you guys invested, you know, a first round draft pick on him. He learned the system, and then for what, you know? And then you take out all of uh, Aaron Rodgers' cap, and then for what? So to say, yes, it, if the – hey, Dad. Yeah, the Bears, they still stay. The Bears. Yeah, Bears. Um, to say that it was all for what, it was all for nothing, you can say that about a lot of draft picks. No way is Jordan Love the worst draft pick we've had in the past 10, 15 years. Um, he's a lot better than some other ones. And you can say the same thing about a lot of teams. Uh, Jordan Love is better than some of the people that were drafted last year. I mean, some players aren't even in the league that were drafted last year. Right. No. I in the agree. first round, so you can't say that it's like the worst pick of all time, like some people are some people are saying. Who said I'm that? Not calling you, I'm not saying you. I'm not <laughs> you. I'm saying a lot of people out there are saying that. Oh no, no. I mean, that guy hasn't even give, been given a chance yet. Exactly. Jeez, honestly, you don't know what he could do. I then honestly, if I was in your shoes, Reed, I mean, of course, I don't know the amount of knowledge that you do about the Green Bay Packers, but if I was a Green Bay Packers fan, I would, it would kill me if we had, if we had to trade Jordan Love. It would kill me. We invested, I don't want to say so much, but we invested a good amount. Into we Jordan invested Love. a lot. We traded up for that first round pick. Remember? Correct. You traded up, and that was your first round pick, and that was a good draft class. And he has 
been there learning the system ever since. And now that he wants to, like, if he does request a trade, that, I mean, for what, Aaron Rodgers to be there a year, two years? And a chance for the Super Bowl? I mean... I still don't like it. So, so, so we got to get rid of Rodgers just because to give Jordan Love a chance? You got to get rid chance? of Rodgers to – go ahead, Vince. To solidify your future. Yes. Right now you don't have a future if Rodgers stays. You, we're going to talk about it right now, about all the people that are going to leave if Rodgers stays. This guy gets it. This guy um, has it. There's not as much as people leaving. If if Rodgers – Rodgers is – he said it himself. Rodgers is a, a main reason why people go to Green Bay to play in free agency. He's a, he's a big reason why people stay and want to play there. MVS, Al, Alan Lazard, uh, Devontae Adams, do they want to play in, in Green Bay if Aaron Rodgers isn't throwing the ball, throwing the ball to him? No. I don't know. No, but yeah, I mean, you don't know. You don't want to end up like the New Orleans Saints, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know, Reed. I'm just going to say about four weeks ago, you were singing a different tune. This is true. This This is true. This is straight facts. This Uh, is true. So, if Rodgers stays, I want you to explain right now from the information that you've dug up today, who is most likely to leave and what does that mean for your defense and your offense? So, the way we've broken it down, we can honestly bring back most of the people next year from our uh, last last year's team. Um, Devontae Campbell was just in Green Bay yesterday. Um, they weren't able to get a deal done that night, but they're still talking about getting a deal done. Uh, Russell Douglas wants to be in Green Bay, uh, very much so. Um, he said he just wants to be paid just a little bit more than, la- than last year, which isn't much. So I uh, expect him to get re-signed if we can. Um, as far as Defense, that's about it. Uh, we're going to restructure a few contracts here and there, but we're not moving, losing too many people there on that side. As far as offense, a whole wide receiver, our core is just all in crazy. Um, Randall Cobb, expect him to be cut. Uh, um, my dad says Rodgers is the Packers' best chance to get to the Super Bowl in the next five years. That is a very true thing to say, honestly. Um, <laughs> he, is at, he is our best chance, unfortunately. Um, Randall Cobb expecting him to get cut. Uh, that can save us around $8 million, um, in cap space, I think. Um, the only way I see Randall Cobb in the Packers uh, team next year is if, Rad- if Aaron Rodgers twists the Packers' arm again and says um, he has to uh, play. Um, and then what, what, do you, what is this, Vincent? It's something we can talk about after, but it's, it's pretty crazy. Go ahead. Okay. Um, but, um, Devontae Adams, we can franchise tag him. Hopefully he'll, he'll play on it. We don't know, uh, what he'll do, but there's still a chance that we sign him to a long-term t- contract. Um, but we're going to be paying a hell of a lot of money to do it. And then, um, MVS, Alan Lazard, uh, MVS, I think is someone where you, you can choose, you, you can't keep both of those guys. You have to pick one, um, MVS, uh, as much as I love him, Alan Lazard is a more all-around uh, wide receiver as far as blocking. Um, they'll uh, catch, uh, run multiple routes. MVS is just a deep guy. Um, and that's about it. I mean. What happens I, to Devontae Adams? Huh? 
What happens to Devontae Adams? I mean, as far as what's coming out of uh, the Packers organization is they're going to keep him. Um, either it, uh, the wide uh, view on it is that he's going to be at least franchise tagged. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if we do keep him. But as far as like the reports from what's happening is it's saying it's sounding like he's going to be a Green Bay back next year, whether he likes it or not. I feel like it has to be those two. It has to be Aaron Rodgers and it has to be Devontae Adams. Going back and looking at these games, Aaron Rodgers' connection with Devontae is so unreal. It is yeah. phenomenal. And there's even times where Aaron Rodgers throws a crappy ball, you know, down low, right at his feet. Oh, yeah. And Devontae Adams, probably the best receiver in the NFL – is able to make those catches. And I don't think if, if Devontae Adams leaves, even it doesn't matter who you put out there. He could be a skilled. He could be whoever you can get, maybe an A.J. Green, Emmanuel Sanders. They can't make that catch. They, they can't make those plays that Devontae Adams is doing. I, I think if the Packers want to be successful, the two main key players that they need to sign is Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. But if they want to have – a future setup and not become the new New Orleans Saints or the or the Los Angeles Rams in a couple of years, you got to part ways and start building up. You know, rely on on um, Lafleur and his coaching to bring them together and bring in a good team the way he wants to do it, not the way Aaron Rodgers wants to do it. Let him make his own team and build what he wants. Um, two things I want to say. Um, the biggest worry about bringing back, De- bringing back Devontae Adams as far as like a big long-term contract is he's 29 right now. He's going to be turning 30 in December. He's getting old. As far as wide receiver uh, age goes, that is old. Um, he's got another, let's say, three like good years on him. And that's like really like hoping for it. Um, and then uh, whatever the Packers look like, uh, next year, where we keep Aaron Rodgers, we lose Devontae, uh, we lose a whole bunch of other uh, stars. I'm excited for the future. I think we got a great head coach. I think we got a good, great GM, and that's one of the two biggest things that you need in order in order to build a uh, a great team. Um, so I'm excited for the future. We'll see what happens. A lot of things are going to start unfolding in the next uh, couple of weeks. So you guys stay tuned. Oh, yeah. We're going to release it all here on NSP. We're going to do our best to get better in social media as well, especially Twitter. Uh, we'll be on there. Uh, just real quick before we end off here, you guys, I just want to say that the projected contract for Devontae Adams for, as him leaving, not being franchise tag, is four years, 93 mil. Getting that DeAndre Hopkins type contract, getting 23, uh, 23 and a quarter mil a year. I mean, people, I like like you said earlier, and where Vince disagreed, I think people or organizations are willing to pay that man. I mean, he's asking for $30 million a year right now. We'll see if he gets it. I think he's worth around $25 million a year. Well, right now, the projected is $23 million a year. Okay. Because, yeah, I, saw I, think, report. I saw another report that was $25.8 a year. 20, I think it's going to be between 23 and 25 but anything over 25, I, I agree with you. I think it's a little too much for him, especially him being 29. Uh, but he's looking at his last uh, beefy contract. This is going to be it for him. And getting franchise tag is just going to lower his value in the next following years because he is coming off a phenomenal, phenomenal season. Um, 
But yeah, you guys got anything else to say before we end it off here? Uh, just what I got on my phone has nothing to do with the Packers, uh, but it has something to do with someone who we will be talking about in the future. Uh, right now it says a judge rules Deshaun Watson can testify under oath in nine of his 22 civil cases. So that is pretty good for him. Uh, it could be where he does testify under oath, and there's some, there could be somewhere he doesn't. just depends on which cases those are. But that could either help him or destroy him in the long run, whether he chooses to do so. So that's something to keep tabs on up here while we go into the free agency and offseason. Yeah, very uh, a lot of truth there. Looking forward to what happens with Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I got to throw in Jimmy G, my boy, uh, Devontae Adams. I got, you know, there's a lot of free agents out there, you guys. And it's a pretty good free agent uh, draft class. Uh, draft class, free agent class, and the draft prospects this year. Uh, many people might might downgrade them, but you know there's a lot to look out for, a lot to look forward to, and a lot of great possibilities. Uh, we're gonna break all that down for you guys this off season. Again, we are live every Monday. We're gonna try to get multiple videos out a week, but if we can't, you can always rely on us being live, ready to answer your questions and your comments here on Monday. And if you guys are not able to get here live, go ahead and DM us on Twitter, on Facebook, even here on YouTube. We got an email out here. Let me put this banner up real quick. Find us, DM us, ask us questions, and we will answer it whenever we go live on our videos, you guys. We appreciate you guys so very much. And until next time, keep on grinding.